This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup, both Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. I do. I wanted to like. She comes over like Thursday nights or Fridays, and then Sundays she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go." And I'm like, "Oh no, you want to leave tomorrow?" And then yeah. tomorrow comes. Ah, you know, leave Tuesday, and then I'm, Tuesday comes. Oh, you know, you're gonna come yeah, back at Thursday anyway, yeah. so stay. Let's be honest. You don't want yeah, to leave. You know I, what I, I mean? I don't. Do you work with other brands? You can't. You create content for for companies. I do work with Bacardi. I'm like in the process of um, finalizing my contract for this year. A lot of negotiating. And stuff really? Like that. Do you have like a, a an agent? I don't. No, but so, you, eventually you will. I mean, eventually, I guess. Like I told my boyfriend, if you get me jobs, you'll get thirty percent or twenty percent of what. You told her that. Hey. So I'm like, you know, cause I pay him for my content creation. Like he shoots my videos, he so, takes my photos. So he's a photographer. So you guys kind of mesh well together. We do, and he actually worked in uh, works in a production company with his brothers. Okay. So he's done a lot of commercials. He flies drones. Like he does. Like he's a jack of all trades. And so mm. with us, that makes sense because before I asked my mom to take my pictures. So. so when you met him, was he already doing all that, or did he get in after? Maybe he was inspired by your, you know, by you. So he did work with his brothers in the production company. Okay. <laughs> um. But I had my Sony A7 III, my camera. Okay. And so he studied uh, photography and film in in college, I believe. Okay. So I had a camera and he like started picking it up and he was like, oh, wow, like this is fun. Like I remember all these things. And so he bought his own camera and then we just both started like taking pictures and then he was able to like shoot my content and he has great ideas. So sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to do something at the beach. You know, just me and this at the beach. And he's like, okay, but just that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, well, what if you implement this or that? Mm. So he, like, brings my I first the little creative, simple. Like, yeah. yeah, that arch kind of. Yeah, he has that really, like, exceptional thought process that maybe I lack sometimes. Sounds like you guys mesh well together we in do. that area. You feel like that kind of amplifies the relationship because you guys have that that common um, aspect of it? or I, I yes. And then obviously because you're a couple, I think sometimes there's like when you want to be professional, sometimes maybe things come across a certain way. Like if he's giving me like constructive criticism and I'm like a sensitive person for some reason. (laughs) I'm a Sagittarius, but I don't know if that has anything to do (laughs) with it. Whatever that means. (laughs) I know I'm like supposed to be like reckless and impulsive and like I love change and traveling and spontaneousness. And Mm -hmm. then I think part of me is like very sensitive too. Like I'm very confident, but I'm also like Take things to heart. So he might tell me something that's a good critique. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, and I get a little offended. So it's hard to sometimes separate like yeah. we're working and then we're also together and you you mean the best for me. You know what I mean? So Yeah, because you work together. You guys live together at this point? We do live together. We work together, live together. Everything together. Everything yeah, together. Is that too much sometimes? You're like, oh, I need a fucking break. <laughs> no, because I think like I have my own things as well and yeah. so does he. So, you know, like my mom has a ranch in like West Palm. So mm-hmm. if I really want to get away or like sometimes he has to go see his family and then I'll go do my thing. But we've kind of 
built our life together. And I've also was single for a while. So I did all my own thing. I had mm. my own space. I've never co-lived with anyone either. So me living with him taught me a lot and taught me that I can co-live with this person yeah. and that, you know, we meet halfway and it never feels like too much. You know, I'm the type that if you want to have a boys night, go for it. You know what I mean? If, if I want to have a girls night, I will. I'll let you know if we want to do stuff together because all our friends are friends, then mm. lit, you know? But I think a balance is very much needed. That sounds awesome. It sounds like you guys have a great relationship and a strong foundation yeah. as well. Because you said, yeah. we did speak and you said something that you, because you, you're a dancer for like, is it like sport artists, artists and yeah. like uh, music, videos, music videos and stuff like that. Movies, so yeah. Right. So are you on the road a lot or kind of how did that play into it? So I used to be a lot. And in the beginning of our relationship, uh, I kind of was. I was like touring with Rao at mm -hmm. the moment and there was like spot dates. Um so that was the beginning, but then COVID happened, so you kind of don't travel as much. And then lately, I think I had a couple travel things, but not as I used to that I'd be gone for like maybe a year, kind of like okay. out oh, for wow. a month, come back Jesus. for a week, and then leave again, you know? This is while you guys were dating? No, oh. luckily no. it didn't, but yeah. we had like maybe weeks, like a week that I left, and then I came back, and then maybe this year for two weeks, and then I left again so it wasn't that bad and i think it was uh a lot of communicating you know was there some trust issues or yeah, maybe i, was, I yeah. wanted to ask yeah. that. Like, yeah, <laughs> you guys are great them. now and you guys yeah. allow each other to have your spaces but was it always like that or did you guys um, have to build up to that i think i mean in the beginning i was very clear and like also by my bumble profile he can see what <laughs> oh. i did <laughs> and my instagram he can see what i did so okay. my industry is very like you're on stage doing your thing makeup, hair, you know, all the things. A lot of men in the industry, a lot of people looking at you, the artist. It's intimidating. Yeah. It, could it, could be. Be. it could be. It could be. It could be, you know. And But he came from kind of a production situation, mm, okay. different worlds, but he kind of understood. And so, you know, I was like, dance is my thing. Like, it's what I love to do. Like, do you have a problem with what I do? He was like, no, I think it's cool. It's your job. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do. But I know that Maybe he was kind of saying it like because he didn't want to rub me wrong. And he also probably meant it. But for me, as a person that I'm like, I really like you. Like, I know and I've heard from, like, friends of mine that are in relationships, like, what issues come about, what what arises from this. So I was, uh -huh. like, doing everything to kind of be like, all right, well, I never want him to think that, you know, I'm being unfaithful or I'm not communicating or leaving him in the dark or letting his mind wonder what if. So I was just very like, you know, I like you. I'm putting my energy here. And like whatever you need, I will provide. But I was just very like, hey, I'm going here. I'm going to be here. Like I'd call him at night, like before I hit the hay, sure. you know, because it, it could be tough because if the roles were switched, I would want someone to do the same for me. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, do you feel like you had to kind of over communicate because of that? Like, I mean, you maybe you wanted to call him, you wanted to talk yeah. to him, of course, but do you feel like, well, because of, you know, I want to make sure yeah. he feels secure with the mm -hmm. whole thing, let me make sure that I'm making him feel comfortable. Do you think I that you think had to force that a little bit? Underlyingly, maybe. Like, mentally, I was kind of like, oh, I haven't talked to him for a bit. But I think also it was, like, in the beginning of our relationship, so it's, like, that puppy love stage that you're just like, oh, my God, this happened. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, yeah. So it kind of came naturally. And then if I ever felt like, oh, I'm about to, like, go to this after party, you know, where, mm. like, I might be here till 3 or whatever. I'm like, hey, I'm going to let you know. I'm here. I'll let you know when I get in. Blah. You know? Yeah. And he was very good with everything, to be honest. Obviously, you have your little issues and things sure. you got to talk about, but it's something that was new for both of us. I don't think he's ever dated a dancer, you know? And I've dated somebody that was in my same industry, and I was like, Never again. So, yeah, really? you know, yeah. So he's kind of like a balance for me as well, which works. What well. was so wrong about the other guy that he was in the industry? So you were in the industry as well. So yeah, but he was a dancer as well. So it's just yeah. like, you would think like a lot of people are like, oh my God, if I did a dancer, da, 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 it's going to be so amazing. <laughs> and some people it works out, but sometimes it's like your battle, like it would be weird because he was a guy, I was a girl. So there's like no competition here. But mm. if I was booking more and whatever, like he would feel some type of way. Uh, and then it okay. was controlling and like toxic, you really? know. And I was like, who is this person? And who am I becoming too? Because if you're with someone that's toxic, 
you kind of become toxic. Yeah. How long did was it? How long did that last? That relationship, and then mm. in between, this was before you met your current boyfriend. Yeah, like like twenty fifteen, twenty like back, okay back in the day. And was that part of because you said earlier you were single for a while? Had that something to do with it? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, let's talk about it. Let's get talking. So you guys split up, and and then you said you were like, hey, I need some time for myself. Oh, absolutely. I was like, never again, and like. I could see red flags from a mile away, and I had to do my thing, and I did my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I was very selfish, like, with my work. Like, selfish in a good way, you know? Right. Like, if I wanted to do it, I did it. If I wanted to leave, I did. Like, if I wanted to talk to somebody, I didn't. Whatever I wanted, like, I did. Because I think that after you go through something toxic, you need to just, like, you either get into, like, a little shell and kind of, like, deal maybe a darkness or you're just like F this raw, you know, and that's kind of where I went. Yeah. I think you kind of need to reinvent yourself, right? Yes. Cause you have to realize, okay, who am I, who I want to be, especially you were, must've been like in your mid twenties, 24 is kind of like, so that's also like a very, very unique uh, time in, mm-hmm. in your life because you're chill, f- figuring out who I am, Correct. what do you want in life and stuff like that. So then coming out of that kind of relationship, that could have been a, that, that must've been a, a, a Interesting time, but I think it's also a very unique position to be in because mm-hmm. you can like reevaluate everything right. that, that you learn from through. it. Exactly, you, grow from it, you know, that's awesome. What, um, what made it toxic? Uh, I, I want think the cheese, I want the cheese. I can mm. see that he's the cheese. Yeah, okay, um, I think what made it toxic was we were both young and insecure, absolutely. Because that's true, yeah, you would think that you know, like working together would be something that was great, but it be kind of it became like you know, maybe I got attention from guys, he got attention from girls, and it was just like, it was like when you were, you know you weren't supposed to be with that person. And mm. you probably would have been better as like buddies forever, yeah. you know, but it just, it never worked. It was just, in, I think it was young, insecure people and put in a position that you have to have a lot of security, and we had none. So what was the tipping point where you said, hey, like, let me walk away from this? Uh, was there like a, can you take yourself back to like a moment? I don't think there was a moment. I think there Moments. was a lot of moments that would, became very uh, manipulative and uh, abusive in, to a certain extent. So you start isolating yourself from your friends, from your family, and you're like, that's not cool. Okay. You know, aren't you supposed to become like, like, hey, fam, this is my, you know, my friends become our friend, and that wasn't happening. So you just start seeing these things, and you're like, that doesn't align, and you're like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Yeah. So I think that was, it was just a lot of reoccurring things, and then there's a point where, like, your family has to go like this, yeah, and that's what happened. So, I mean, because we, we jumped right in, but like, I want to kind of know a little bit about you, who like who you are, especially the audience, because we kind of jumped in. Who is the <laughs> You Danielle? jumped into, like, yeah. the deep. Yeah. You, know, that you, like, tell your friend, like, years later, and they were like, oh, rip the bandit off, so now who are you? Exactly. <laughs> like, take us back to, to what makes you you. So what makes me me? Well, uh, I'm Danielle, for those who don't know. Um I've been dancing professionally since I was 16. Okay. I have a karate background because my my dad was a sensei, so I can I'm a black belt, so I can kick some butt. Really? But I've never had to kick any butt unless I was like competing, and I actually didn't like it. But if I had to, I guess I I would. And um, I've been doing my thing. I'm about to be 30, so that's a couple of years under my belt that I've been dancing <laughs> and. I went to college for two semesters, and I was like, no, this is not for me. Um, and I've just never had to work, let's say, a regular job. Mm. I've been, you know, doing photography with my boyfriend, content creating for brands and for myself as an influencer slash content creator. I do voiceovers on the side, and dancing is my passion. And I choreograph sometimes as well. So a little bit, you know. Of everything. A little bit of everything I dabble in. That's awesome. Yeah. Like all well, you're very well rounded. Right? Yeah, a jack of all. <laughs> how'd you How'd you get started in dancing? So yeah, like so I, when I was in school, my mom couldn't pick me up right away after, so she put me in like an after school care dance situation. Dance fusion, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so hey, I can't pick you up at like whatever two thirty. I don't know. So yeah. I took like jazz and like ballet, and I did that since like elementary, kindergarten. 
And then at one point, I think when maybe I was, I don't even know what grades we are in elementary, but one of those grades, the teacher was like, hey, she's really good. Put her in the advanced class. And my mom's like, okay. And then my mom saw me on stage and she was like, wow, she had something. She said that from there, she's like, you had a spark. You had something. I knew you weren't going to be an athlete. I knew you were going to be like an artist or a dancer yeah. or something like that. And so after that moment, I was in cheerleading and I was really good at the dancing part of cheerleading and being kind of a leader. So I became a captain. And then I went to high school and I didn't like the cheerleading situation there because they, they wanted me to fly and I didn't want to fly. Mm. So, you know, I went into dance team and I was really good. And then the teacher at the time, our coach at the time, she was a heat dancer and she's worked in like music videos and all these award shows. And she mm. kind of like put me under her wing and was like, huh, there's something there. And then when I was 16, she gave me my first opportunity of working. And then the rest is history. Really? Yeah. So like that's when you knew. Yeah. And I, because I honestly, if you ask me now, like, what did you want to do when you were younger? I'm like, I have no clue. Because I went to school because I had to. And I liked my friends and my teachers and learning, I guess. But um, when I did that first job and they're like, hey, you get paid to dance and to be on TV and you can make a life out of it. I was like, where do I sign? You mm -hmm. know, because you like doing something. So it's like, hey, do you want to go on tour with Michael Jackson? Everything is paid for. You don't get any like any money, but everything's paid for. You'd be like, uh, yeah, because you would do it for free because you right. love it so much. But the fact is you can get paid to do it. So you're like, wait, what? This is amazing. And I never knew that. But I knew from that day, I was like, this is what I wanted to do. Man, I feel like it's an amazing experience. Isn't it like an amazing thing when you know what you're going to do or what you want to do from at a very young age? Yes. That's correct. great. But it's man. like not even, it's, think of the impact that your coach, teacher, dance, yeah. whatever sure, was, mentor, mentor, yeah. Yeah. even like think yeah. of the impact that they made on you because it, what if you would have never met them? What if you would have never gone right. to that school? You could have been probably oh. doing something, you know, like I yeah. find that to be like the, the craziest <laughs> thing about life because it's like. You could have taken a completely different yeah. path. Yeah. But because you met that person and they kind of, like, it's like lead a horse to, what is it, to water. They can mm -hmm. make him drink make it. Him drink. Yeah, but yeah. you also drank it. You're like, this is I what like, I want. Like, if you're going to be giving me these tools and I see this opportunity and I love it and now I have the opportunity to take it, go for you it. did. So yeah, congrats to you. Kudos to yeah. you. That's awesome. But do you feel like every, like you are on the path like, do you believe, like, in this? I mean, it's really fucking deep right now. Do you feel like <laughs> destiny is, like, you are exactly where you need to be? And that mentor, teacher, whatever, slash, was it came in your life for that particular reason? I, and then I'm asking you the same. Ooh. I think so, because I do think a lot of it is hard work and knowing what your passion is and your drive and, and all that. But I've had a situation in my life where... It was one of the best gigs I've ever done that I don't think a lot, anything can surpass it. Okay. And it was like, it all led me up to there. And if it wasn't for me being in that exact time, in the exact moment, it wouldn't have been mine. You know, so mm, okay. I do believe that like what you do kind of creates your, like you create your destiny. In you a create way. your own destiny. Yes. And I think there's times where even like the worst things or like your mistakes or whatever, kind of lead you to where you are supposed to be. All the no's lead you where mm -hmm. you're supposed to be with the yeses. Yep. Like, and in this industry, you gotta, you gotta be like, all right, they said no, I was back. And you're going to land where you're supposed to. And I could tell you about that story after you answer this yeah, question. Exactly. <laughs> What's your question again? Do you feel that there's a, a path, a destiny that we're just aligned with? Everything happens for a reason and you end up exactly where you need to be. Dude, it depends because like, there's some nights that like, you know, like, yes. He's like, there's some nights that, you know, I'll roll up and I'll spark up and, you know, you, yeah. you, your mind starts wandering. Yeah. You know, yo, yo, and you're, and so you, you start thinking, you're like, we're just on this rock, yo. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a rock. But no, sometimes you think it's, I don't know if we have a destiny, but I, I do think that we're, we're a lot more in control than, than we think, you know? Um, and for example, like you, you would think, oh, well, I want to be courageous, but you, you know, you don't just become courageous. What life brings you are, are, you know, complications and obstacles for you to overcome them, to be courageous. And I think that's where you have the choice because you are going to be faced with whatever life throws at you, but it's your choice of what direction you want to take it and how to handle that. And I think that's going to then give you the destiny that, that you're destined for. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Destiny. Mic drop. Hey. <laughs> I okay. think so. Yeah. What about you? What about you? 
You know, off the hook, good. <sighs> I, I do. There's, I think there's certain pivot points on life. I think there's maybe certain nudges, and then they kind of guide you maybe where you need to go. I think I believe in, I believe in destiny, but I also feel like there's a lot of there. There is wiggle room. Like I don't think, I don't think it's a straight line. That makes sense. Like, yeah. But I think the journey is up to you. The destination, I think, is is. <laughs> I, I I think I think we are we are, I think everyone is where they need to be, at a particular moment. Mm-hmm. I think the part like I met Chris in high school, and I moved. I was I grew up in Germany. This is yeah. Okay. I grew up in Germany, and I moved to the states when I was sixteen years old. Barely knew any English. Had no friends here. Went to Springs, Miami Springs Senior High School down the street, not too far. Mm-hmm. And I met him at the end of <laughs> at the end of my sophomore year, and with a, with another good friend at the time, Jose. Rest in peace, uh, great friend of of ours, and uh, unfortunately he passed away. But I met I met them at we were in line for like tri- physical training, physical like PE exam, whatever. I remember like it was yesterday. Oh, to like yeah, get a physical, get the physical for sports, uh, yeah. With, uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, just come from Germany, yeah. swole little guy. Like, big ass, uh, big, no, yeah. no, this guy was. Everyone was like, they're scrawny. We look over at him, and he's like, boom, jack. And I didn't I didn't really speak English. I was super shy of an introvert, and I met him, and it. it I think it could change the direction of my life because I, I don't think, and I'm not trying to minimize anything, but like, I don't think I would be here mm-hmm. in this podcast studio if it wasn't for Chris. And he helped me out in such a profound way. Yeah. And so what if I would have never came to, to, to the States? Correct. And my writing and stuff what like that. What if you didn't want to do sports and I never met you at that, that same line. day in the physical? Right. And I wasn't even supposed to go to Miami Little Springs. Moments, I wasn't living in Miami Springs. I was supposed to go to uh, Miami Central because I was living in that area. When my dad did everything he could to get me into Miami Springs. So certain things, my, my life could have been completely different. Correct. I do think. You, you guys saw the Doctor Strange movie? No, I haven't yet. Is it good? No. No, because no, it... it, it <laughs> go to, tell us. No, no, real quick. No, because pretty much he goes into like the multiverse and it shows yeah. like all the different like life oh paths that God. you could, would have taken. So it has like the main character like leaps through the multiverse of like the different life paths. Yeah. So like so it's cool. the same person, but in a different... Like it, they just Realm. took a different... Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's kind of what I think of. So like you could have been somewhere else. Like there's yeah. a life of you somewhere yeah. probably yeah. in the in the in the, in the universe <laughs> yeah. that you're that stayed you know, in Germany. still in Germany. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Is, I, I like that. Then it's so deep. I mean, I mean, who knows? But uh I think it's sometimes it's really great to put things into perspective. Correct. Um you were saying something, you were gonna elaborate. Jesus, yeah, we it. got off on yeah. a tangent. No, that was good. Huh? That, yeah. This is why Where's we're the weed at? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're going to elaborate on a, on a situation. Uh, so coming back to that moment about that, I feel like destiny or like little decisions that you made along the way that maybe a year later you see. Um, so I was on tour with Maluma, right? And no big deal. (laughs) I was on tour with him and we got fired when we thought we were going to continue on to another leg. But, you know, things happened and we got let go and it was just like, damn, you know, I thought we were going to Spain and all these things. And there was somebody else already getting ready to go. You know, we were like, "Uh, okay, you know, and instead of me being like, you know, F this, F you for firing me, you know, I was like, all right, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity, like to the choreographers and stuff and whatever, like. Let's keep going because one thing I learned very young is like you don't marry the artist. And I don't mean physically like marry the artist, but if this is what you're working for right now, you might not be working for this person in a month. So don't marry them in your head or don't Mm. marry this check or don't marry this one Yeah, don't get married to it. I I say that all the time. Yeah, like don't get married to it. You know, flow with it. Use it, build with it, and then grow and then keep going. And so a lot of people took it different. And I remember like a week later they called me like, hey, can you teach the new girls the choreography? And I was like, all right, and they paid me for it. But some people might be like, absolutely not. You fired me from the job. And I was like, yeah. all right, like, opportunity. This is what I do. This is no, I have no hate towards whoever just got the job. It's just part of the way it is. So I teach these girls, whatever. Obviously, there's a part of you that's like, damn, like, I'm so sad. Like, why would we get fired? Like, whatever, but change. <laughs> Fast forward a whole year later, okay? And I'm not seeing that this little moment Right? Because this tour was going to go on for a whole year, let's say. And here we are a whole year later. My mom is a big soccer fan. And she's like, Danielle, come with me to the FIFA World Cup in Russia. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, sure. You know, not thinking much of it. Like, all right, I'll go with you. 
And I'm like, how long is it? She's like, 30 days. And in my head, I was like, sure. But when I say 30 days, I'm abroad, that means 30 days, you're not working. And mm-hmm. I was like, then I freak out. And then she's like, let's go to the Tour de France. I know this is going to be a long story, but it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's like, Tour de France. Now it's a trip of 57 days. And I'm like, oh, just oh like my. Bridging them all together. Yes. And because oh, wow. she loves sports and she was a jockey and whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm going with you on these 57 days and I'm like, not going to make a dime. Right. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Whatever. I trust the process. Luckily I had a T-Mobile campaign to be an influencer. So I was making something, not a lot, but something while I was out there. Next thing you know, they're like, Hey, Maluma has a show in Israel and in Bucharest. Can you do it? The perfect times that I'm going to be in Russia. So that little flight was chilling. And he was actually in the world cup too, just like to be a spectator. So they bought my flight and I was like, cool. I got to do two shows while I went and supported my mom on this stream. Cool. So whatever. I do those two shows. I come back. And then the last week of the World Cup, it was supposed to be when my mom and I were just going to go see the rest of Russia and, you know, do the tourist thing. And I see by the lucky or the destiny or whatever, um, I was on Instagram and I see a story of a choreographer that I had met um, months ago, mm-hmm. let's say a January, and this was like June, July. So in January, I took a class of hers, right? And we exchanged Instagrams. She was like, oh, I love you, whatever. I can't wait. Like, I might be coming down to work on this award show in Miami, and I'd love to hire you if you're here. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, even though I knew I wasn't going to be here because I knew it was going to be in Russia, but sure. I didn't want to say no. She's on her story, and she's like, oh, got my visa accepted for Moscow. And she teaches a lot of like dance conventions abroad. So I was like, oh my God, like I have all this free time. Like maybe she's teaching a class. So I hit her up. I'm like, Nika, oh my God, like, are you going to be here teaching? Like, I'd love to take class from you. I'm actually here in Moscow. And she's like, wait, how long are you here? What are you doing? Are you free? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I need dancers for the World Cup finale. And I have an audition on like, tomorrow or something like that. And if it wasn't for me being on Instagram at that moment, seeing that story, engaging in that conversation, sure. meeting her in January and following her, whatever, like all these little moments I can go back to. Going with your mom, going, going for 57 days, mom, no money. No money, thinking, oh my God, a whole year ago I got fired. I would have been touring right now. I couldn't be here with my mom. But I, then I met up with these girls in Israel and Bucharest, got to do these two shows. And then I go to this audition and I'm like, never auditioned in Moscow. Like, what do these girls wear? Like, you know, I had my makeup done. I had like different outfits because I didn't know. She obviously knew me and she would, if it was up to her, she probably would have picked me. But you know, there's, in castings, there's steps. steps. Sure. You know, your look has to get approved. Like, do you and these four people make sense? And then she was like, this was a Saturday, I believe, or something like that. And then Sunday, you're supposed to find out. But Sunday, I was supposed to leave with my mom to St. Petersburg um, on a train, I think. So my mom's like, look, because if you got it, Monday you start. And then I think that next Saturday or something like that was the World Cup final. She's like, look, I'm going to go. If you get it, you stay. If you don't get it, meet me on a train in St. Petersburg. It's fine. I was like, okay. And then the next morning I was like waiting for that text. My mom left. And then it was like, yeah, you booked the World Cup finale. And I was like, okay. And then did a whole week of rehearsals there performing the World Cup finale, which I didn't think was going to ever happen because I went there as a fan with my mother. And then because I went with her for a dream of hers, I ended up getting a dream that I didn't even know could have been in my realm. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So that for me was a pretty big moment where like everything I've done, every no or every little yes or just being there Maybe, for my mother yes. just led me to that. Fell into place. The, the chances, everything. all of the chances that all the chances. that it, that it took for you to be exactly where you needed to be, no. all the variables. Mm-hmm. Tell me, fucking, that isn't crazy. <sighs> that was a lot. Yeah, I know. I told you was like No, no, no. Not that I was lying. It was just like when you think of like the bigger picture of like everything, because there's so mm-hmm. many things that could have steered you into a different direction, yeah. but because of that path, like it led you to that. That's what I find amazing. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that is, I'm telling you, yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's the beauty in life, though, because even though nothing is guaranteed and as as hectic and crazy life is, it's also like those beautiful moments that now you look back and you're like, man, like that was a pretty in, 
incredible experience. Yes. You I have had a tattoo. I have like the Moscow coordinates on my really? back. Really? Yeah. When was this? If you don't mind me asking. 20... Uh, 2018. Okay. In Russia. Were you there? Luzhniki Stadium. I was not there. I've never been in Russia. I'd like to go. How was Russia? I loved it. Loved it? I know it's a sensitive topic because, you know. Yeah, where well, everything's going, going on. on. You guys yeah. going now? But uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> I wouldn't probably oh, yeah. go now, but no, when no. I went, I was like, I thought it was absolutely incredible. The people were amazing. Really? Yeah. Food's good? Food was good. Oh, Food was so. cheap. Everything was cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it's affordable. Cheap. I told you once that I wanted to, when we were looking at Ooh. places, I was like, yo, what about Russia? And you're like, <laughs> no. Maybe Dude. not. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, not right now, but yes. Yeah, eventually, if eventually. things, you know, but. Um, I was going to ask, oh, so much, so much. Um, <laughs> so where you are now in life, you, you're 29, turning 30. Yeah. There's a lot. You've, you've experienced a lot in, in your 29 years of living. One question I had was yes. when you when you, you do a lot of auditions, do you get nervous still? or Because you're like, you're competing. There's a lot of really talented dancers out there. Or do you feel like, man, I know my craft. I was just going to you know kick some ass and uh, do this thing. How does it now for you? I think there's always a little bit of nerve and anxiousness. Mm. Um, excitement. Like even, excitement. Huh? Excitement. Yeah, there's a mix of emotions. Like you go to the bathroom and you pee, but then you stand right next to the stage or an audition and you're like, I got to pee again. But you know you don't have to pee. <laughs> yeah, that's me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but auditioning, I think I'm very much like, I know who I am. I know my craft. I know what I've done. And I know my professionalism. And I know I'm a smart dancer. And I know what I can provide so if i don't get booked i'm like all right but i don't feel like i'm competing with people in the room necessarily because i'm competing with what someone wants i think because sometimes they're like we want a blonde mm. that's six feet tall but they don't tell you that so then you go to this audition sometimes because oh, sometimes they have typecasting where they're like no thank you yes whatever because they're looking for those looks but there's a lot of times just like audition at two for whoever and come through, bring your resume and your headshot. So if I go to this thing and they say no to me, I can't think it's because I suck. And I can't think it's because I'm just not. not it's just not for. what they're looking for because yeah. there's other jobs where they call you directly and they're like, hey, Jenny, are you available for this show? Uh, it's in New York and you have two rehearsals. This is the pay, da, 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 da. Are you available? Like you didn't even have to audition, but people know what they're looking for or they're looking for you or what you do. So it's like you haven't even split. Like if I go to this audition and I don't get it, I can't go cry about it. I'm like, all right, got a free class, got my sweat in, got my calories in for the day, <laughs> saw my friends, networked, peace. You know, you have my stuff if something happens. And then on the other hand, you have, can you do this? And you're like, hell yeah, I can. So, you know, I can't really say I go in there like trying to compete with everyone. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm not you and you're not me and your path is not my path. And our journeys are way different. You can be in a different point in your journey. I'm in another point in my journey, you know? So it's like you can't really compete with what's out there almost. Speaking of a point in your journey, where you are now in life, like what 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 is this, something, the things that you aspire? You have a, you're in a relationship, coming in a relationship almost, what you said, three years, right? Almost so, three years. Yeah. Almost three years. Where's the ring at? I see, I, don't, I see a couple oh, see rings, a couple but rings. not the one I'm looking for. Well, yeah. You're not wearing rings? No, anymore? exactly. Because I knew she was going to wear a lot. I don't know. He has uh, like two more years to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> two more years. How old is he? He's 30. He just turned 30 He's in May. 30? Yeah. Oh. And I'll be 30 in December. How long have you guys known each other? So, like, known. Known, known each, each other? other. <laughs> we met on Bumble. Um, we matched. And then October 11th, we met up. And then um, that's just our date because that's just when it all started. Okay. If you know what I'm saying. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. by December, he was like meeting my whole family because it was my birthday. So like oh. he met my parents and met my parents. But we were already, I don't, I wouldn't even know when I would say that we were like serious about each other. But for me, when I meet somebody and I like them, I'm like, I know I like you. Okay. And even my friend was like, do you want another date with somebody? And I was like, yeah. No, like I really, yeah, I really I had a good is, vibe. Yeah. Like this was, this was good. This was dope, you know. And he's from Colorado, so he's like fire. And, uh, <laughs> not, not even Latino, and and I've only dated Latinos. And I was like, oh my god, what is this fresh new whatever it is? And he plays soccer. I'm like, oh my god, like could he not be more perfect? So for me, that was like, oh, I, I love you, and not like the first night, but sure. like kind of, you know. And in my head, I was like, yeah. And so very quickly on, like the next two weeks, we were like hanging out often. And then like 
I kind of stayed over his place at one point. And I'm like, okay. And then next thing you know, he's meeting my parents in December. Next thing you know, COVID happens. I think I moved in maybe February without moving in. You would just kind of like gradually left things. And then yeah, you're like here. Tooth, 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 toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, toothbrush. Yeah, toothbrush. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. pair of shorts, a pair of shirt, your yeah. PJ. And then you're like, okay. And then one day you just don't go back home. Because <laughs> you don't need to because you're already yeah, self-sufficient yeah, over there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, well, we're here. And then here we are living together and like being in a relationship without nobody ever said like you're my boyfriend you're my girlfriend now like this is when we're really yeah it was just kind of like october 11th was our beginning and that's just like our date because it would just all worked itself to we both were i think in the same headspace if that makes any sense like we aligned in that situation and now here we are about to be three years later and i don't even know where still no ring no no ring (laughs) and no ring but i'm i'm a person that like i didn't even put pressure on him being like in the beginning like oh we're gonna be a something you know like yeah. i wasn't i was very much going with the flow because he was reciprocating what i was giving so i was just like taking it day by day like we're still here we still talk we're still hanging out okay and then you know once you start meeting family you're like all right like this is a little this is more going somewhere yeah. yeah yeah like and you kind of by that point know you know you're like all right like we're both on the same page. This is this is going somewhere. And then next thing you know, just life happens and you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and both of you guys want marriage, kids, the whole shebang. So he's a big family guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think like we've talked about it before. Like he does want kids potentially. and Potentially. He, I mean, what about you? I. What does potentially mean though? Potentially, I'm like, because, you know, life Maybe. is a thing where like. You know, what if we really try and we don't get kids? Okay, well, that's a story. Okay, so yeah. I, I feel like it's, you know, some people are, like, just blessed with it. And some people have a harder time with it. Okay. And so I'm just, like, ideally, maybe that's a better word. <laughs> I, <laughs> ideally, yeah, yeah. I, I think we do want them. It's just a matter of, like, right now, I know we, I, I always call it, like, we should have check-ins. So it's kind of like, right now, we don't want kids. And right now, I'm not, like, put a ring on my finger. I, you know, obviously, a girl, I think. Not always. Some people don't ever want to get married. Some people don't care about the ring. Some do. That's me. And I'm like, <laughs> eventually, you know, I'd want a ring, and I'd want to get engaged, and I want to get married. But I want to live my engagement. I want to live my marriage. And then I want to have a kid. So because of my age, I feel like things get a little shorter. Um so by check-ins, I want to have like, hey, you know, I'm 29 now, I'll be 30, maybe in a couple months, be like, how are you feeling? Are we good? Like, do we want to have kids or, you know, anytime soon? Because then I have to go and like go to the gyno and see how my situation's yeah, doing, yeah, you know? Yeah. You have to do, it's like steps that it takes, not just like, let's do it and then boom, you have a baby. So um, for me, it's like I need to have check-ins with him and see how we're both feeling and then go from there. Like if he told me, hey, I want a baby right now, I'd be like, let Maybe me see how my that. life is set up, but yeah. I wouldn't be like no, okay, because I'm I'm like all right, like if it's something that we both wanted, let's figure it out. You know, there's a lot of love here, so let's let's do it. But definitely, I'm not pressuring him for anything, and he's not putting any pressure on me. So I think again, we're like very aligned. I like that. And seeing how That's life kind of goes, but if it's something that we do want, then we'll like. Assess it as yeah. it comes. I like that check-ins. I gotta have some check-ins. I have check-ins with my, my girlfriend. That, uh, yeah, we were talking about yesterday. I was like, oh, we were talking about like her freezing her eggs or something like that. Mm-hmm. We watched something on TV, and I was like, oh, she was like, oh, maybe she freeze my eggs. Right. I mean, it's expensive, but maybe because because uh, uh, you know I'm I'm about to be thirty. She's uh, she'll be twenty nine. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Like yeah. she, it's kind of the same vibe. Like you, like oh, I'm not in no rush. Like she's mm-hmm. not pressuring. But obviously, from a from a you know woman, you know there's a, a biological time clock. It's yeah. just the way it is. Um, but I'm we're maybe like thirty two. Yeah. If it was up to me, I mean eh, thirty five. Yeah, but, I think. Uh, I think that's. My She's mom. like thirty five is pushing it. Thirty four, maybe. Yes, maybe. that's why Better I'm ground. like thirty five <laughs> becomes like a higher risk situation, yeah. and people have kids after that. But I'm just sure. like you know, my mom had me at thirty two. And my mom is like still riding horses and doing her thing and has all the energy in the world and just went with me four years ago to a world club. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think it also depends on the person. But I'm like, I'd be able to do a 32 because I know I'm very much like my mom with that energy. And if you can yeah. You're so active. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You have to be that or you have to have a little kid inside still. Like I think being a little kid inside sometimes I feel like just, I don't know if it's, 
the energy thing. Like, oh, I think I'm like 19 and I'm actually 29. But hmm. it just gives you, I think, like a, a breath. Like, you know, I don't know. No, I, just, I I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's like just like this extra feeling of that you could still have that fun yes, with yes. you. Yeah. You can still kind of look even, at the bright side. And, even with and all the forward. things that life throws at you. Right. With all What's the stresses, with all the things that go on in this world. Like, you have to have a little bit of youth or a little bit of a child in you because if not, this whole world is like a scary place. <sighs> yeah. So true. That's so true. You know, you the, have to be able to like let go and like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it's going to work out, but. <laughs> 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 Do you feel like you're, you'd be ready uh, to have a, a child? Because I feel like there's obviously a lot that goes into it, but you know, you're, you'd be out you wouldn't be working for, you know, a period of time yeah. unless, you know, I mean, I guess you probably could during your pregnancy, you know, cause you, you, you know, you have you're an influencer as well. You can have other, other outlets, but yeah. Uh, do you feel like you could be, you'd be prepared for that or how would you then manage that? I definitely think you're never prepared. Cause yeah. what I've heard is like, you're never really ready. Like you're sure. never, you're like, Oh, I want to be financially ready. I want to be da, 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 ready. as much as you da, da, da. prepare as think- much as you know, like it's just a whole new, you could be the auntie, you could have nieces, you could have friends, kids, and you can take care of them. You can have puppies and you like- puppies <laughs> and all the plants, Fur babies. you know, all the yeah. things, but I think you're never really prepared for it. But I think it's one of those things like when life throws something at you and you learn yeah. And you naturally, I think it's also like a natural thing too. Mm. Like you're building this baby inside you for nine months. It comes out. It's like, like an instinct. Instinct. It's yeah. Become, I was say like, that. Pe- like people in the wild, like uh, animals <laughs> in the wild, you know? Yeah, too. Animals in the wild. Like yeah. they, nobody taught them. It's just like something that's in you. So I feel like it would be hard. And I'd be like, ooh. I wish I could get like a 15 minute nap, you know, <laughs> things like that would happen that maybe now I don't nap, but I would be like, I'd be dying for a 15 minute nap or I should have napped when I didn't have a baby. But, <laughs> yeah. but I think you also get like this whole, like what I always say, it's like the baby's like, it's a heart. It's your heart walking outside of your body. Right. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I, like I think I heard it. It's like and a piece of you. It's, it, it's, it yeah, it yeah because you're like, I created that and now you're walking in the world and if anything happens to you, like, Oh my God. Or yeah. if, if you just go boo boo, ouch. And I'm like, oh, you know, so I think it's an instinct thing. I think you would, like, if you're having it, you'll be ready. And if you wanted to have it and you have it, then you'll figure it out, you know, like mon- money wise, financially, and time wise. And I think it's, it's, yeah. I also think it's like what we had mentioned earlier, you know, how like sometimes obstacles get thrown at you or mm. like, you know, kind of throws in your way. How do you go about it? I think that's just another way that you find a way to overcome. Yeah. And uh, you find a way to make it work. Yeah, I think humans are extremely resilient, and and we can adapt to almost anything. And okay. and having kids is instinct. Yeah, it's like an instinct. Yeah. Um. Would you wanna? Because you you know you're from the line of work. Would you wanna? If you had a kid, would you wanna get back to, to oh, to work? Oh yeah. Dancing? Oh, you won't know until you know. But based yeah. on what no, you're doing right now, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, you know, she wants eventually. She's looking forward to getting married and having children. Sure. Yeah. At that What's point, like the other side, yeah. After. Um, I think. Uh, you can. I feel like a lot of women that I know have been mothers and then gone back to dancing. Okay. I think it would just like be a situation of do I want to? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I'd like. I don't. I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd want to like travel dancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because sure. depending on my child too, the age and stuff like that. But I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I can't say. I, Never again, because there's probably a job that I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. mama's got to go do this job, yeah. you know? So I, I don't really know. That's a very good question. And when it happens, then I'd have to like. And also, know. like, <laughs> how much same. would uh would uh you know, your boyfriend or maybe husband, whoever he may be at the time, but him, you know, what would, would he continue working? Would he be somewhere else? Or maybe it would be like, hey, you go out, you're doing big things. I'll stay with the kid. You think that that would also be an option? I think we would play on both people doing that because I'm somebody that like, I don't want to be the stay at home person or him. Like I wouldn't want anybody to sacrifice a lot or like ever resent me either, Mm. you know, cause I'm somebody that's like, Oh, this opportunity came about, do it. Oh, I have to go for a month. Do it. Like, cause my mom was very go do it. You know, don't think about, Oh, you're missing your, your best friend's birthday. I gotta go do a dream of mine. Cause at the end of the day, you put everybody else first in it. That sounds so bad. But my family knew. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to go do these 
things that you want to go, let's say, brag to your friends about. I have to go. I have to miss your birthday. I'm so sorry, but I'll make it up to you. But I got to go and do this tour. I got to go do this job. So my husband, boyfriend at the time, whatever, I was like, babe, I got this great opportunity to like, let's like film a movie. I have to be gone for three months. Let's just say, I don't know. Maybe I'm manifesting. I don't know. (laughs) You know, uh, three months or something like that. I'll be like, all right. So, you know, maybe I go over there for a week or something and, you know, like we'll figure it out. I've always been somebody who's like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. But do the thing. Yeah, who knows? Maybe the Don, he he won't have resentment. He's here. They do it. I don't want to work no more. You do it. <laughs> Please. Yes. Finally. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. But I think that's important because uh, even though when you have kids and you, you, you're married and stuff like that, you still have that individuality. You still got to be taking care of yourself and, and, yeah. and putting yourself. We talked about it. Kind of putting yourself first, even though it sounds selfish. I think we're taught to, to believe that being selfish is a bad thing, but I think it's it's, it's healthy and you have to. Um, especially there's a time for everything. There's a, yeah, there's a time and a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, something you want to. I wanted to. Um, I just love my train of thought. Um, I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about. So future. so how, yeah the, the, the I wanted to ask okay the dynamics of you guys living together because you got, you moved in together quick. Mm-hmm. From, what, from what it sounds That's true Like Who who initiated I know well, you said It was, it was little by little da, 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 da. You were living at home And he was living on his own Yes He never it? said anything Like he was never like So I guess He's like this This is happening So <laughs> I think It's funny Because I never had lived With anyone before Like a partner I yeah. lived with my aunt And my mom In Doral I mean okay. I see that In Doral Landings was You know what yeah. Okay. You know, uh, so I lived there and never co-lived with anyone, you know. So I think that was like very shocking to me when I was going to move in with him or moved in with him and never came back home. But I think it was something like, you know, he would say something like, oh, you could leave your back here. Like very little things that, uh. you know, I never wanted to be a person that was just like shoving myself into somebody's place, you know, but... He was like, oh, you can leave your back here. It's fine. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, whatever. And then, I don't know, but at some point, I think because it was right before quarantine, where we just kept hanging out a lot, that it was just kind of like, I he'll probably be like, I didn't say that exactly, or I didn't say that. But in my head, what I heard was kind of like, oh, like, I, I want you to live with me. You know? You never said that. I just, I no, don't. That's, that's what she uh, interpreted. interpreted. They, they leave your bag and she's okay. like, move in with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my bed. <laughs> no, but there was, it wasn't even, it was just like a gradual thing. And then at one point, like he never was like, are you going to go home? Like he, <laughs> he never, it was very welcoming. It's weird because I wouldn't tell you exactly what he said. Or I just remember I was living there and I wasn't paying rent and he was okay with that. Like he was like, cause he was just like, I'm like, he, because he didn't say move in with me now we're splitting rent it was just kind of like hey like you know like maybe it was like I like having you here or something like that or it was something along that sentence of come stay with me don't pay rent or come live with me or I'm asking you to come stay with me I don't know what that sentence was but it happened he never so he never so it just kind of happened but he never asked you to financially contribute no for like I think a first year, I like I didn't, and it was because also being very responsible with money. Because since you were sixteen, you were making money and had no responsibilities. I mm. was not financially good, and then COVID hit. Oh, that's really. And I was like mm. brokeish. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Like brokeish, like had a little bit of debt, not a lot of savings. So then, do you really have savings if you have debt? Yeah, yeah. So treading water, right? <laughs> And then here I met this guy that has his, like, investments and stocks, his IRA, savings. And I'm like, wait, I want all that. Because if we ever, like, go somewhere, I want to have, like, I want to match you in the sense, like, I want to have my savings. And I want to be financially stable. And I want to be able to provide things, too, you know. So I remember telling myself, and he kind of inspired me in that way. um, I was like, I want to have a savings. I don't want to have debt. I want to invest. I want to have an IRA. Like I had like those little goals. Even during COVID, I was like trying to figure it out. So I got from my savings, put it towards my debt, had no debt, then had very little savings and work started flowing. Now I have a savings. Now I have some IRA. I have invested in stocks and, you know, I pay rent. You know what I mean? Now we have a business together. So it's kind of like 
he like that little move in that was a move in that he never mm-hmm. said but said unofficial move in. Yeah. yeah, it kind of showed me to wake up because get, get stepping because I didn't have to pay rent before, you know. Because you were living with your family. I was living with my mom. Hey, what would you do if uh, Claudia just showed up and started leaving her shit like, yo? <laughs> <laughs> so she's Half having, of this is mine. No. <laughs> so it's funny because when when we have, the thing is I live in a, I live in a small studio, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, at first you know she started leaving like a couple of things, shoes, sandals, stuff like that. And what you what No, I, I have a shoe. I live in a shoe box. <laughs> she wakes up, it's all at the door like, yo, <laughs> you forgot this. No, one day I was like, yo, you gotta take all your shit. Like, I don't have much space, so I was like, yo, you gotta yeah. take all your shit. <laughs> Take it, take it home. Pretty funny, but no. And at this point, like I have like a little section carved out for her, like yeah. a, and so she has this <laughs> little section. Hey, I like. Hey, you can leave your shit there. <laughs> no, <laughs> it says her name, Claudia, on a post-it note. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm moving in, in. I'm moving in a couple of months, and I'll have a bigger space, and then hopefully, eventually, I wanted to move in as well. Um, but see, I, the guy wants the woman I, to I, move it, in. I do. I wanted to like. She comes over like Thursday nights or Fridays, and then Sundays she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go." And I'm like, oh no, you want to leave tomorrow? And then yeah. tomorrow comes. Ah, you know, leave Tuesday. And then I'm, Tuesday comes. Oh, you know, you're gonna come yeah, back at Thursday anyway. Yeah. So stay. Let's be honest. You don't want yeah, to leave. You know I, what I, I mean? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm sure you have the same. Sometimes I like, do, yeah, with, yeah, with my girl. Like, I I'll leave my stuff. Like I have to work on Monday, and I'm like, oh, I was gonna go home, but I'm like. Yeah, I guess I, I can just tell you in the morning. Yeah. I go back the same day. I'm like, I'll oh, just go back Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then that's exactly what happened. just happens. You see that? That's what happened. That was the perfect example. Of what well, you are like unofficially yeah, there no, all the no, time. No, because the, the other day, the other, I, was going, I was going to my parents' house to pick up a, another suit to go to work. And um, she goes, why don't you just get two suits? I was like, for what? And he goes, that way you don't have to go all the way back to your parents' house to pick up the other suit. You just stay uh, here. And I was like. You get the cue. I was like. <laughs> Okay. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> but no, yeah, I ended up doing that. What do you mean by that? <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. I mean, I'm happy for you. Sounds like you're like in a really good point in your life. You have your business going on. You guys work together. You guys. I think we all are. We all. We are. all are. We all are. Right. We gotta get our money up. I gotta we get do our gotta money get our money. Same. I mean, we all gotta get our money up because everything's going up. Everything is going up. What you thought was one thing is now more expensive. It's now like more like two things. Right. I gotta do more things to do. Yeah. Where where is it that you live right now? If you don't mind me asking. Whatever. You live in Braco. Oof. Damn, you got money. Wait. wait, wait. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Braco, you gotta be making some. You gotta make, especially these days. (laughs) These market prices. Yeah. Oh man. That's what I gotta say to that. That was one. I mean, he got a good deal because he's the one that moved into that apartment. I probably would have never been. Hey, let's go to Brickle. But he got a good deal when he moved here. Okay. Paid like six months up front and lowered the rate. And then now. Six months up front. Yeah. Okay. And then he had like. <laughs> we had a good deal. Had a good deal till we had to renew in April. And. They like went up like from 19 to 3,000. Yeah. And we it was like, $1,900? Yeah. That's, a, that's a good deal. Yeah, we have a loft too. So it was. A loft. Wow. wow. Yeah, but it, that place isn't worth more than $2,100, let's be There's honest. There's no way. 30, you can buy a rent. A, it's a house. It's a yeah, mortgage. It's a mortgage. Well, not more a mortgage. Yeah. Well, now a mortgage is probably like even worse, you know? Mm. But, you know, we looked at options, at other apartment options. I even had like home options. And I was like, there is n- like no way I'm paying any of this for any of the things I'm saying. Absolutely not. Fucking and yeah. I'm not even like bougie like that. Like I'm not, you know, pero let's be honest. I'm like, I'm not going to live in that place for 3000 I'm like, I'd rather not move because then the moving fees, the way that you have to move. Oh, man. So ridiculous. We negotiated a twi- 28 so we're like, all right. At least it's both of it, you. I mean, but you're also us. contributing as yes. well now. You are? Yeah. Because yeah. like, imagine, it went from 19, it's like another $1,000 that yeah. went up. You know? Jesus. Yeah. One of the part of the team. Yeah. And uh, just briefly, and then we're going to, I think we're going to have to close it up. Yeah, uh, wrapping up. Do you guys, yeah, I know. <laughs> do you guys contribute finances equally, like in terms of that expense? Just briefly. Or is it based on how much you guys make? Or you guys make, kind of make the same because you guys work together? I think no, you guys we only both. work together, or he also no, has he his also, own thing. He also yeah, does his own thing, and right. I do my own thing, and then we do our thing together. Okay. So um, we actually split stuff halfway, mm-hmm. and then like if maybe I'm having a better month, or if he has having a, like also he like looked out for me for like a whole year, you know, and I yeah, would help with like groceries. Out. So sometimes there's times where I'm like, babe, I got the groceries, like don't worry about it, like because I had maybe a really good month that I'm like. 
oh, I've never had this much money, so I'm going to pay the groceries this time. Uh, or poof, like, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> next thing you know, you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm broke again. Um, <laughs> so... Did we need all those Pop-Tarts? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to keep it clean as much as possible at home. But, um, yeah, so I think there's... Like, we split everything equally, but if there's something that I'm like, oh, I'm having a better month, so, like, you know, it's cool. Or if the electricity went up, and I'll be, like, here, like, 30 more bucks because it's higher this... So we kind of just communicate, but it's not... Like, I don't think we feel any pressure from somebody else being, like, like you that. know. Looks like you guys have a healthier relationship. Yeah, we do. I mean, we all have our things, you know, but I think for the most sure. part, it's very healthy and there's so, a lot of love there. So so in hindsight, just to close it out, Bumble, 10 out of 10, would recommend? 10 out of 10, I would recommend it because we're out here and the girl sets the tone. You've been on I Bumble? Love. Actually, no. You've been on Bumble? My was, sister met her boyfriend on Bumble <clears throat> and they're still together too. I think it's more of like a serious, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I think uh, from what I hear, it's it's a little bit more serious than, let's say, uh, Tinder. Tinder. Well, it gives you more control, right? Yeah. Yes, because I think, I mean, there's levels to it, I think. Like <laughs> Hinge is something that, it's like, I think it's like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, but you can get maybe, <laughs> it's like tears. I want to say, I've never been on Hinge or Tinder. I just went on Bumble because someone's like, hey, yeah, like the girl initiates the conversation. So, you know, some guys want to fool around. Some girls want to fool around. Totally fine. But at least you have control of like, hey, if I write to this person, like I'm setting the tone of this conversation. And if he takes it somewhere, I could be like, you know, bye bye. And you can just move on. So, you know? so what is your approach? Because like, uh, how was your approach? What was your, uh, I actually have the man? conversation, but hey. I know one thing that I remember was that he had recently moved from Colorado. And so he was, like, new out here. So I was like, hey, Landon, like, I see you moved from Colorado. Like, welcome or something. Or, like, I have to show you around. Or, like, my conversation was very Landon, much that. Landon. 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 That's his name? Colorado name for sure. You got to find <laughs> the Landon. Like, Landon Donovan. <laughs> Landon? Landon Donovan. Okay. Landon Roos. You know, that's my boyfriend, Landon Roos. Um, so I was kind of, I went with that. Like, I, you know, you look at your buying, like, what can I potentially, like, ask him and it could be engaging or make him talk and we can have a conversation. And for me, it was that like, just moved from the 303 and I was like, Hey, welcome to the 305. Like, <laughs> hey. I got to show you around, whatever. And then automatically I was like, yeah, let's hang. I'm like, are you free this weekend? I was very just like, I don't want to do this much talking yeah, for like, like three days. Let's go somewhere. Yeah. What are yeah. we doing? Oh. Quick. So he gave me his number and then I texted him like, Hey, it's Danielle. And I think that was like October 7th or 8th or something like that. And then the 11th, we were already hanging out. You know, what, awesome. what was the first date? What do you guys do? Uh, I told him to go to Copper Blues in Doral. It was Yikes. like a, was it on a Sunday. No, it wasn't. Good. It was like a Thursday or Friday. Oh. It was a Friday, so they had like okay. live music. Yeah, this is nice. It's actually yeah, nice. Been, yeah. I, we've been together. Probably like after doing something, probably pass by, or like when Gabriel's. In oh town, probably, yeah, like, yeah. Because you have gone on a, like a Thursday yeah. night. <laughs> I thought you were like brunch, right? No, 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 no. Welcome to Miami. Woo. Yeah, no, no, we're no. standing at the top of the bar, <laughs> right. drinks that everyone's. Not that vibe, you know. Okay. It was more like. Live music, food, drinks, and then I end up getting in his car and we go to Ball and Chain. Just like, just met him nice. and got in his car, Ball and Chain. Really? Yeah. Damn, he was like, confident. you're reckless. I was like, meh, Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Exactly. What that means. Whatever the fuck that means. And that's the thing. I'm not even big on that, but like, there's certain things. You're that not? <laughs> no, but like, there's things that I read only on my thing <laughs> and I'm like yeah. oh yeah that makes sense or then I'm like oh I'm a Sag they're like oh my god that makes sense I was like okay yeah I guess <laughs> that makes sense you know yeah yeah people ask me something I barely know what, a, what sign I am but it's just uh, I wouldn't even know if you told me I'd probably be like mm. yeah, March 26 nope don't know whatever the fuck that means yep <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Um. yeah I guess we have to close it out we do I have mean, to close it out Wait, yeah. what would you say your, your boyfriend's name was again Landon Roos Landon tell him to start a clothing line Cause that name is fire. Landon Roos. Landon Roos. Yeah. Just rolls you know what I mean? Just think, like think about it. Like an underwear line called Landon Roos. Like a Calvin Klein. Oh, Clothing line. Could, could even be like a cologne. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like yeah. It. I'm giving you guys ideas. You know, start, yeah. start getting creative. He's like 10%. 10%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Sagittarius, you know the Sagittarius. There you go. I'm not a Sagittarius. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're October, bro. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna start wrapping it up. It is time to break up. So with that being said, we like to close it out with 
Okay, final thoughts. So anything that you live by, maybe something that you, you know, it's important to you, or maybe something you'd want to tell your younger self. Um, you can say it to the camera, say it to us, and then you can sell yourself where they can find you. Yeah. And that's a, how do you end it? Mm, yeah, take yeah. your time, take your time. We got a good editor. I definitely think no dream is too crazy. You know, no dream is too crazy. And if you love something, go for it. And I will say believe in yourself. Because I feel like the biggest thing is like believing in yourself and then everybody else will believe it. So if yeah. you think you're really good at what you do, eventually you will be really good at what you do. But you just got to like own it you gotta sell yourself to it like oh I could do that and you're like what the hell is created <laughs> yeah. and you're like I could do it I yeah. got it and then you eventually become an expert at it so I don't know believe in yourself follow those dreams nothing is unattainable nothing is impossible like alright now where can they find sell you yourself. Yeah, sell yourself where can you find me um, Instagram Twitter at Danielle at another E Rodas somewhere but yeah if you want to see dancing stuff content creating my relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that awesome. being said Danielle thank you so much thank you've you been amazing high energy I love it yeah tremendous so like the video down below subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're even here but this is all Patreon stuff at this point yep. uh, <laughs> social media Instagram, TikTok, Facebook and website coffeebreakup.com check us out Patreon what? if you're here we'll obviously patreon.com <laughs> website yeah that's everything right that is everything alright later guys thank love you. you so much guys ciao right, don't take your headphones off we gotta take pictures now peace bye